Welcome to the Pro Football Jokes Podcast. Uh, I am the freaking beast, Alex, uh, and I'll be your host today, not Jim. Uh, he's out today, taking the day off. Uh, but I do have with me uh, Screw. Screw, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty well. I, I'm kind of annoyed that you guys refused to refer to me as the janitor of Pro Football Jokes, which I am, a paid position. I'm like uh, one of our I, other guests. I thought you said you got fired. I've just been on a layoff. I recently got rehired. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's back uh, cleaning up after the crew. Uh, and one of our messiest people on our staff, I mean, he's not paid, so I don't know if he's technically on the staff, but uh, our unpaid intern, uh, Reed. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, not much. I heard you uh, watch a lot of football this weekend. Really <laughs> digging into that tape. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Um, if by that you mean looking at updates on Bleacher Report, because um, that's about all I did. Yeah, good work. Just let everybody know that you're plagiarizing off, plagiarizing off a competitor. Um, great. Thanks. Thanks, Reed. This is why you're unpaid. <laughs> doing, the, doing the best that I can. All right. Well, uh, let's start with uh, some news in the league this week uh eric flowers uh was cut this week uh the giants you know, as you all probably know he was a first round pick of the giants uh and he hasn't really worked out too well but uh the giants moved on and now the giants are good right yeah this is gonna make their season yeah i really think he was holding them down he was the one thing keeping the giants from being a top tier nfl team yeah i mean awesome. most most Giants fans have said that, you know, he's every problem the Giants have ever had has been blamed on Eric Flowers. So I think now Eli will be an elite QB. Uh, Giants will go to the playoffs. There'll be a great offense. Like, I, I don't know why the Giants didn't do this sooner. I mean, as sad as it is, they're still in this division. Like, they're, the Redskins are two and two. Giants, have they won two games or is it one game? No, just one. one. Just one. Okay, okay. Which still puts them in contention for the division. Yeah. That's true. If they win on Thursday night, they'll be two and four tied with the Eagles. Uh, and, yeah, the, they're, they're, this, uh, <laughs> nobody's running away with this division. The I'm NFC just... least is back in full force. I'm just happy the Giants decided to not, uh, you know, try to fix their other problems. I'm, I'm, I know that was definitely the main problem was their defensive tackle and not their offensive line, quarterback, or defense. Well, he's an off- offensive tackle. He is an offensive, sorry, tackle. offensive tackle. So um, they are addressing it, kind of. Yeah, sort of. by getting rid – addition by subtraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big addition in this case. To be honest, this is probably going to be the best thing that the Giants experience all, se- all season. This is probably the happiest the Giants fans are going to be all year. Yeah, and if they can get a win on Thursday night, then I think everybody will be happy. Uh, I mean, there there have been some good Thursday night games so far. Last Thursday night, Tom Brady threw his 500th touchdown. Uh, that was exciting. Um, definitely made history there. And then on Monday night, Drew Brees uh, broke the all-time passing yardage record. Uh, I don't remember who was Against, playing that. Oh, that, really? No, that's, really? It, that, a certain Washington team. Nope, I don't think so. <laughs> um, they made it look pretty easy. I will say that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, they were just... The, the, it's, they were just protesting Columbus Day and just... Uh, Lying down and taking the day off. The Redskins didn't <laughs> lose that game, though, did they? No, no. They they, they just uh, abstained from playing. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I was pretty happy about Drew Brees. Saints are like my favorite NFC team, so I was, I was pretty pumped to see Drew Brees do so well. Oh, well, congrats. Uh, big, big win for you <laughs> yeah. there. Big, big win for <laughs> Screw. um but so where do you guys think this has been the talk all week everybody's talking about it where does Drew Brees rank among the all-time quarterbacks at least Uh, of the at least of the Super Bowl era (sighs) Drew I'll let you go um I 
don't know if I'd put him above Peyton. I think he's like in that Peyton range because I don't think Peyton was like that much better than Drew Brees. I think his. I don't know. If, I think Drew Brees has been on worse teams than Peyton was for the most part. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna list you off some of the quarterbacks who are probably considered up there at least. Uh, and you guys can tell me if you think Drew Brees is better than that. That's good. I like that. All right. Uh, let's start with an easy one. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Drew Brees is better. Drew Brees is definitely not better than Ben Roethlisberger. Who has more Super Bowl wins? <laughs> See, that's that's the thing that I heard all week is the emphasis on rings. But the Steelers overall are, have just been so much better than the Saints over the past 10 years. I mean, Drew Brees had to play with some awful defenses and even though he's put up ridiculous numbers and now is the all-time passing leader is about to be the all-time touchdown leader it doesn't matter if you can't stop the other team it shouldn't yeah, have I'm an effect good. on his rating as a quarterback i i mean i think rings matter but he has one ben has two like i i think drew has clearly been the better quarterback while yeah. they've both been in their primes i mean uh, yeah, I actually. It's Ben. Yeah, Drew Brees is much better than Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> okay. Every test of the how good how a quarterback. I is. couldn't tell if that was sarcasm. It was, it, was, it was a little bit of sarcasm. Look, okay. all right. What about uh, Troy Aikman? <laughs> better than Troy. <laughs> you're going. Right. You're going far back on me, Alex. You all know right, why? Yeah, I guess you guys didn't watch that. But I, I think yes, he's he's better than Troy. Yeah. Um. What about all right? I, I, I got Alex way down for us. He's like he he's like telling us. He's like just so I know you guys don't know. Yeah, but he was better than Troy. <laughs> uh, I won't do Terry Bradshaw either. Then, um, <laughs> like, there's got to be a two thousand, like the year yeah, two thousand. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> we'll we'll do of those guys. All right. So what about well? So I, does Brett Favre count? Because I mean, if you do just what he does sure. two thousand on, then he's. And obviously he's, he's better, definitely more like he has lower downsides like he doesn't turn the ball over nearly as much true i'd say he's and better his numbers are better he probably he played for less time and has higher numbers as well true i i mean i think i mean again you guys probably don't remember this neither do i but back in the 90s brett Favre was like the most dominant player he won three straight mvps in the 90s i mean you mean you don't uh, remember watching football when you're like five? When I was like three. Yeah. <laughs> it was ninety five through ninety seven. Yes, so I was two and three. You don't, you one, don't two, remember that? <laughs> no, I do not. Um, but I, I, I do think there is an argument for Favre there, but I think that's pretty close. Um, well, if you had a so about, if you had if you could choose either of the two to play for like the Redskins in their prime, who would you pick? I think I'd go with oh, that's tough. I think I'd go with Brett Favre. Why? I I mean, like I said, like he was just the most dominant player in the in the 90s. Like he I think people that don't yeah, I think people remember the bad moments and they remember him being old and unretiring even then his, he time, on the, his time on the Jets. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean there 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 are definitely some bad moments there for Favre, but there, and I think Drew Brees' bad moments kind of go more under the radar. He doesn't have like a agree uh, like you said not egregious turnovers that you remember in the playoffs, um, but he also has some bad seasons there with the Saints where they just go six and ten and yeah. I think if Drew true. Brees is more consi- keeps more consistent through like the end of his career, I think. Then you could say he was better than Favre. Like I don't think he needs to put up like ridiculous numbers anymore. I think as long as he doesn't just like throw mass interceptions yeah. and stuff, he's gonna be better. Yeah, and he he could still get another Super Bowl. It wouldn't be surprising at all. And then I think he's clearly he clearly would put him ahead of Favre. Then yeah, I mean, is he thirty nine? Um, he's thirty nine, isn't he? Uh, yes, he's thirty nine. Oh my god. Um, but I mean, he they they. They're definitely a Super Bowl contender this year, I, I would say. Yeah, I mean, they got a real shot this year. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Aaron Rodgers? I'd say Aaron Rodgers is better. Just purely based on the eye test. I don't know how their stats match up, but... I would agree. I 
Um, I think they're very close. Uh, I think they're pretty much in that same tier. I the see I, I the splash plays for Aaron Rodgers. I don't put as much stock in as other people. Like he makes some of the most incredible throws in the league, but I don't really care about that that much. But Aaron Rodgers has just uh, been more consistent winner getting his team to the playoffs. Um, not to the level of like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, but certainly better than like, that's the biggest knock on Drew Brees uh, that I would say. I mean, his winning percentage is only 57.7. Whereas Aaron Rodgers is 65.6. Peyton Manning, 70.2. I would have thought Rodgers was higher than that. I mean, he's, I mean, most of his seasons are like nine and seven, 10 and six. He's the one fifteen in one year. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were pretty consistent, like twelve plus win seasons. Other than Peyton had a couple in his or his rookie season, they went three and thirteen, so that kind of brought him down. Plus, uh, I think he had one other six and ten season early on. Um, so he's at seventy point two. Tom Brady's crazy seventy seven point seven. <laughs> Joe Montana was seventy one point three. Marino sixty one point two five, Elway sixty four point two nine, Favre sixty two point four two, Terry Bradshaw sixty seven point seven two, Ben Rossberger sixty seven point seven three. I thought that was interesting that Terry Bradshaw and Ben Rossberger were like almost exactly the same winning percentage. That's pretty crazy. Uh, but Ben Rossberger could fall behind him with the loss to the Bengals this week. But uh. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> But, but uh, yeah, I'd say that's the biggest knock on Drew Brees. And I and I know, Drew, you said that he's around the same level as Peyton Manning. And I think a lot of people have been saying that this week. And I, I think it's crazy that this is the case. But I think Peyton Manning is, like, the most underrated quarterback of all time right now. Like, just – Well, like, I, I, like, stat-wise, like, Drew Brees is so good because he's, like – he's been playing for like a long time and he's like so consistent but I feel like when Peyton Manning had the ball a lot of times you would just feel like inevitably he was going to score a touchdown on you no matter what like I feel like his exactly like he would just run it like you had no chance like when he had the ball and he was running the offense you had like almost zero chance from stopping his offense yeah like five ten years ago like the way people talk would talk about Peyton Manning was like oh my god this guy's like the best quarterback of all time like they're when people would compare him and Tom Brady, like I would say more people probably took Peyton Manning than took Tom Brady. I, I was always a Tom Brady guy. I still obviously think Tom Brady was better, but Peyton is right up there. And I think like he was just so dominant when he had the ball and everybody was scared. Like he, you just had that feeling that Peyton Manning could always win a game no matter what. Uh, Drew Brees is similar. Like, but I'd say stat wise, they're very I, similar, but like they're not like yeah, I like just how you felt playing against them was completely different. Like sure, when you played the Saints, you're like we have to beat Drew Brees, but it's not like Drew Brees is this like overwhelming force. I feel like that you're just terrified of, like Peyton was. It could it could just be the recency bias because of yeah. Peyton's last couple of years in Denver where he could barely throw the ball. Well, the year before like, his last year, no. set the record for like touchdowns in his <laughs> so, Yeah, and then he just dropped off a cliff. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that definitely has plays a big part on it because, like, five years ago, everybody would talk about Peyton Manning like he's the greatest, and then yeah. now it's like, oh, he's yeah, it's just Peyton Manning. Like he's like, <laughs> you know, Drew Brees is better. Aaron Rodgers is better. Yeah, because like, Drew Brees is still really good right now. And when yeah. what? How old was Peyton when he had that drop off? Was he thirty nine? Uh, he was forty, or okay. you know, he was thirty nine. I think. Uh, I can't okay. remember. He was either thirty nine or forty. Like I, I don't like comparing Drew Brees to Aaron Rodgers. I feel like Aaron Rodgers hasn't been playing long enough. Cause I feel like Drew Brees has been playing for like how many seasons now? Like, I mean, Rodgers is thirty six. He's not years younger than. When did Aaron Rodgers start playing? Like, well, he had sat behind Brett Favre for a few years. Yes. He didn't start playing till uh, 08. 08. Are there numbers like anywhere similar though? Between because Aaron Rodgers has been hurt for like two seasons though, too, hasn't he? I mean, Drew Brees has thrown for a lot more yards and touchdowns, but. I don't think that's I, – I, I mean, I don't – like, I would look more at, like, overall yards and touchdowns. I don't think it's a huge deal. 
Um, obviously, it's nice. Like, but I, I look at you know at what Aaron Rodgers does per season. I think it's pretty close. Drew Brees probably a little bit better, but um, uh, I mean Aaron Rodgers is the all-time leader in passer rating, which I know is kind of a ridiculous stat, but <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> I mean, it's like just kind of arbitrary. It's not a, it's not a terrible stat. Well, Drew Brees has it's just kind of the record for most like highest completion completion percentage in a season or something like that. I think. Yeah, uh, he's he does, and I think he has the highest. Uh, he has thought it's career completion percentage as well. Um, he's just adding to that this year. So yeah, far. he's like on pace to shatter his own yeah. completion percentage record. It's like seventy-seven percent or something, seventy-five percent. Yeah, I think it was seven. Last time I checked, it was like seventy six percent. Probably improved upon that after the Reds. <laughs> I mean, the Monday night game against an unnamed opponent. Um, it's, kind of, it's kind of impressive, of Drew Brees, to kind of overcome a lot of like being short, like tearing his knee and his shoulder up. Yeah, uh, and his like importance to the city of New Orleans has been pretty crazy. And I will say, I don't think there's any quarterback that's won more shootouts than Drew Brees or played in more shootouts than Drew Brees or his yeah. defense has given up so many points yeah. and he's just keeping them in it. It feels like every single Saints Falcons game is a shootout like as far back as I can remember. <laughs> Do you remember like a franchise changing as much as when Drew Brees went to the Saints because before Drew Brees went to the Saints they were so bad. Yeah, they were so yeah, garbage, I mean, and then like they like all the fans used to wear bags on their head, and it's like the second Drew Brees got there, they just like the ain'ts. Yeah, the ain'ts. Yeah, the ain'ts. Yeah, ain'ts he, go marching in. <laughs> yeah, he he he. he, he uh, if you're talking about the most important quarterback to like a city, I feel like that's probably Drew Brees. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that was a, a good little tribute to Drew Brees, uh, even if he may not finish in like the top five quarterbacks all time, but he'll be. He'll be up there. I think he'll be competitive in that top five. Um, but Drew Brees celebrated uh, his record this this past week. Uh, I thought uh, it'd be a nice time for us to like celebrate celebrate ourselves a little bit because I think we're like just as good as Drew Brees, right? Yeah. I mean, he did copy my name uh, too. That's true. Uh, that's why his name is that's Drew you... Brees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna take some pride in our uh, in our lone wolf picks. We sometimes we do we do our pick 'em. Check it out on Pro Football Jokes if you don't already. I assume you do, because I mean, who doesn't read our pick 'em? <laughs> uh, but sometimes we have five people picking, and sometimes one person likes to go in a different direction than the other other four, uh, and they tend and sometimes they get that right, and I think uh, that deserves a little attention. So. Um, Two people did that this week. Um, we'll start with the less impressive of the two. Uh, why, don't, why don't you start with your lone wolf pick, Reed? You picked the uh, Steelers over the Falcons. Bold choice. I was shocked that nobody else picked the Steelers. I mean, the Falcons were 1-3 going into the game. Well, the Steelers and, were 1-2-1. and one. But like I've been saying since we started this, the Steelers always seem to start out slow and then just – figure out like they figure it out and then they pull off some crazy win streak and then they're back at the top of the AFC North. It just, it feels like that's happened way too many times. Yeah. Well, I, I'm certainly wasn't surprised that the Steelers won. I thought the Falcons and the Steelers were both, had both been kind of disappointing and both had a pretty good chance to rebound. Um, but I, you know, I went with the Falcons. I thought they're, offense was i mean both these offenses are really good both the defense have been really bad i expected a shootout the falcons didn't really show up uh and maybe people have been pointing out you know they're the three good games they had on offense have all been at home so i mean maybe they just don't play that well outdoors i uh, it's possible i mean matt ryan certainly has been as good on the road in his career uh probably would have been smart just to go with the home team when Two teams are pretty evenly matched, but I went with the Falcons. I mean, so I was hoping, so. I was hoping that the Falcons would win, but I mean, I kind of do the opposite with the Steelers that I do with the Bengals <laughs> on my picks, where I always pick the opposite team in the pick'em, so that way. If, See, I went the reap strategy and did the ex- same, but the opposite. So yeah, I was like, yeah. if I if the Steelers, I haven't got, I haven't picked the Steelers 
game correctly this whole season. So I was like, you know what? Let me just say the Falcons will win, and then maybe the Steelers will win, which is the logical way to <laughs> go through a pick em. Yeah. Although I did, I did break my rule, like and I picked the Bengals. Record. I picked the Bengals over the Dolphins because I was like, come on. We can't, we can't lose to the Dolphins. <laughs> it looked like you guys were going we to. We almost, almost did. It had two of like, the luckiest plays ever. Oh, by the way, uh, another little celebration of me. Uh, I got the score correct of that game. Uh, I have a little bit about that in my chopping block segment. 27-17. And is that the first time you've done that? Twice before. Just no, I've done it more than twice before. Okay. I've uh, I don't know how many times I've done. I did it twice in one season. Uh, (laughs) Done it at least three times. Uh, Okay. uh, So this is the first time this year. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot for three times this season. We'll we'll see. All right. Uh, but uh, I, I did want to just point out, since we're talking AFC North here, uh, my lone wolf pick was the. Or first of all, who do you guys who do you guys have in the AFC North? Like who's gonna win the yeah. division? Yeah, uh, Steelers. Um, I think the Steelers should, but I think the Bengals will win it. Or Alex, I just gotta make this completely obvious. I cannot enjoy this at all. As soon as I start to enjoy the Bengals winning is when they're going to collapse. <laughs> so I have to delay it as long you as possible. You can enjoy the bad times. Yeah. Yeah, the Bengals defense has been kind of disappointing to me this year, but they played finally played well last week, and they the same game they got Bontes Burfsuk back, which is when I expected them to kind of peak, but they had been so bad previous four weeks yeah. that I kind of... Yeah, first four weeks have been awful. <laughs> that I was William like, Jackson third was supposed to become a lockdown corner, and he's got like one of the worst PFF grades out of our whole team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like watching them play, Like, I don't think any individual player has been terrible. Linebackers, just, linebackers are well, so okay. bad. Well, yeah, I mean, that's because they, you know, yeah, it's like Hardy Burfick. Nickerson and Nick Vigil. Yeah, Burfick's been out. Preston Brown's been out. I mean, they, uh, obviously that that's been that's been bad. But now that they got Burfick back, maybe that'll that'll change. But it, regardless, I still think the Ravens are going to win. I think they're the most complete team. Um, even though this past week, uh, I, <laughs> that was a perfect lead. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, I said that in the pick'em. I said I still think the Ravens are going to pick this to win this division, but I think they're going to lose. The Browns are going to get this one. They're, they're, uh, they, they, I mean, they're playing well, especially in Cleveland. Uh, they, they, they're, they're a very talented team. Like I, this, this is a very competitive division all the way around. <laughs> Um, and I thought Baker Mayfield was going to get one finally. Uh, he should have had the one in, uh, against the Raiders, even though the refs kind of gave that one to the Raiders. Oh, you're you're <laughs> judging the refs now, Alex? <laughs> well, when they ruined my pick-up, Reed, that's, <laughs> that's when it goes too far. Okay. I have a weird feeling about the Browns this year. I feel like they can beat almost any team, but like every game is going to be super close. But like I don't think they're a great team, but you can like either play down to them or they just play up to whoever they're playing. I mean, I think they're a very talented team. Like I, I don't think they're the. I don't think they'll. They probably won't make the playoffs. But I think they. I agree. They think they can beat anybody on any given Sunday. I think they've got an outside shot at a wild card. To be honest. I think three teams from the AFC North are getting in the playoffs. So, yeah. Uh, who else can they? I mean, I think the Chargers and Chiefs will both get in. So I, I think only two teams from the AFC North will, will make it. But uh, I, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say two teams from the AFC North make it. Uh, but why don't we talk about some of the the coaching decisions? And uh, because. The reason I don't think the Browns would make it because their coach is terrible. And <laughs> I I haven't even been going hard on Hugh Jackson. You know, he won one game in two seasons. Big deal. Uh, I don't care about that. But this week, it's just they're in. They get It's overtime. They get in field goal range. Uh, and Hugh Jackson's like, you know what? Our offense moved the ball all the way down here. Let's just run it and set up the field goal. Like, 
our like we don't ever have kicking problems like we're, we're fine just let's be conservative run it kick the field goal win the game easy win like that the kick was so ugly your kicker's been terrible what are you doing like are you that scared that you're gonna turn the ball over i know that's been a problem for you too but come on no, man. Tell us how you really hey. hey they won they won that's all that matters they did so also, you, the funniest thing did you see like right after they made it hugh jackson's holding up two yes I, he's like, there's two oh, seconds yeah. left guys but <laughs> 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 the game's over, <laughs> game's over. Wait, did he really do that yeah i did it's great it's like what 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 an idiot like i, I do, do you guys like that decision to to just be conservative run it and kick field goal no, like- well did they have timeouts like they, could, they didn't have timeouts. They, I don't, I don't remember. But regardless, they could have thrown the ball, tried to get more yards, and or just move quickly. They were just trying to run down the clock. And I mean, they Wait, had what? Plenty, they had where were they? Time. It was like a thirty-five yard field goal. They were like, but oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's that should be an easy kick. It should, but why not just try to get the touchdown so you don't have to worry about it? Like I don't because you could throw a pick. I, all right, what's more likely that you miss a 35 yard field goal or that you throw a pick? Probably the pick, to be honest. If you are an NFL kicker, D- have you watched the Browns <laughs> kick the field goals? Like, what are you talking about? He's not great, but what is her? What is his percentage? Do we know? Uh, I mean, he he's been all right. He I think he missed one kick so far. I mean, he has been their kicker for very long. But true, the sample size is not large. <laughs> but I mean, he's missed. Like, did you see the kick he made? Like that barely. Yeah, all of his kicks through. have been ugly. Like he has not had a good-looking kick. So yes, yeah, I mean, just just tell. Like I, I would be like, yeah, you just don't turn the ball over. Like be conservative. Like I tr- trust my quarterback to do that. There's just always than... a flip side because if they go for the touchdown and then Baker makes like a rookie mistake and throws a pick and they end up with a tie, everyone says, why didn't they just take the field goal? I, I'd say trust Baker. Like there's uh, there's all there's, there's too many what ifs. I'd say, I, I don't want to be concerned. I would say like let Baker really shine because I feel like Cleveland really needs like a superstar. I mean, you can call conservative throws like play actions or get bootlegs to get him outside so you can just throw it away if he wants. He needs to like I, I don't know. I just think you got to trust your quarterback that to, to just not throw a pick. That's all you got to trust yeah. him to do. Well, is it on Hugh Jackson or is it on Greg Haley? Who called the running plays? I mean, or Todd I mean, Haley. Todd Haley. Todd, I mean, t- Todd Haley. You know, calls the plays, but I mean, when it's a decision like, do you just run it and kick the field goal? I I think or or call actual plays that will gain yards i think that's a co- that's a head coach decision but okay i i would assume um that's uh, i i can't say for sure obviously uh anyway let's talk about a less conservative coach uh in sean mcveigh so seahawks rams game been been trading blows all game seahawks or rams are up to at their own 42-yard line, it's fourth and one. Uh, they decide to go for it. Quarterback sneak. End up getting it. They win the game. Uh, what do you guys think of that call? I'm fine with it. I saw a stat that said, I forget the time, like the, the range, but it was over the past couple of years, where fourth and one QB sneaks have like a 95% success rate. So if, you, if you're taking that chance to end the game and get a win... I would do that every time. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty good. Just hearing that, I kind of believe it. And I don't know how you don't go for it. What do you think, Alex? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with Gal. I, I, I think it's like people. I, I, I don't even think it's like risky. Like people would say, like that. Oh, what a risky call! Like, I, I mean, you risk losing the game if you punt it too. Like, I, there's yeah, and there's, you're more likely just to get it off the snake. Yeah, you're you. I think there's a bigger risk if you losing the game if you punt it. That's why you go for it, and you have like the best offensive line in the league right now. Uh, your yeah, offense you got to get a couple feet. You got to push a couple feet. 
it's clearly you're clearly an offensive team. The Seahawks have been scoring a lot, even though they haven't really been. I, I, I think there was a pretty good chance the defense could have gotten a stop, but why not just get it there? I think that was your best bet, Sean McVay. Did I think it, it gives your offense such a confidence boost, you know, like when you trust them like that. Yeah, uh, and it goes back to you know what happened last week with uh, both the the Colts and the and the Titans going for it in overtime. One worked out, one didn't. Um, did he, Did you think either of those calls were were wrong? Or, like, I, I, the Titans got it, ended up going down, scoring the touchdown, winning it. Colts didn't get it. Texans got the field goal, and they won it. So, I mean, one, do, do you guys think either of those calls, one, what, do you, one was better than the other? Do you think they were both the same? I mean, I was fine with them going for it. It just seemed like the play, like the play just – it blew up as soon as it started. It seemed like they had no chance to actually get the conversion for for the Colts. You mean? Yeah, for the Colts. Yeah, yeah. I, I people are like saying how like the you know the Colts shouldn't have done it because they were in their own territory. Whereas the Titans did it in the opponent's territory. But in the end, it was basically the same call because the Colts, the Titans were down three. They needed to score, and the Colts yeah. were tied. So essentially, they. If they get it, they need to go the same di- distance to win the game. And both are, if they don't get it, they, like the Titans, if they don't get it, they just lost immediately. Like if they didn't get it, they, so there really was more risk with the Titans call. The yeah. Colts at least had a small chance of stopping the Texans. I I, I think both, both calls. Did you were, like the Titans call? I did. I, I was like, yeah, I mean, part of it's just me as a fan not wanting to see another tie, so. Yeah, I was I mean, actually was... really rooting for the Browns to tie. I thought has a team ever tied twice in a season? No, I don't think so. Yeah, but that'd be kind of cool. They yeah, could have had three ties. <laughs> it's true. Just <laughs> every game is going to overtime. Yo, I saw uh, a stat that the Browns have won or had has have had every result that you could possibly have. It was like win in overtime, lose in overtime, tie, win and lose, all in five games. <laughs> That's, that's pretty cool. They they have variety rather than just losing. Yeah, so that's, that's nice. They've gone to the opposite extreme. <laughs> uh, but there was all right. There's one more call that I want to discuss, uh, and it was kind of the opposite of what we've been talking about. Uh, Jason Garrett in the Texan Battle of Texas. Yes. Uh, decided fourth and one opponent's territory. Let's punt it. Yes. What do you guys think of that? How can they be America's team if they can't even beat the other? And they can't even beat Texas Texas's team. I mean, I thought that was ridiculous. I don't know how you have to try. Like, give Dak's been struggling so hard this year, and like you have a chance to like win him a big game on Sunday night, and then you just show that you have like no trust in him at all, and then just do that. I think that was kind of ridiculous. Was it was a fourth and one? Do you say, Alex? Yeah, it was fourth and a long one. It was like fourth and one and a half, really. You still gotta trust that Zeke is gonna get one yard, or even Dak. Dak is big enough to get one yard. I mean, it, it's a long yard. That's it's like one and a half. Like if it's fourth and two, does that change your your this? No, I still say go oh, well, for it. How much time was left in the game? Like three and a half minutes, and and three, you know, three and a half minutes in overtime. So. Okay, yeah, go for it. That's kind of ridiculous. I feel like we've operated under Madden rules for too long, where it's like, I just go for it on every single fourth down. Just do it. it doesn't matter. Oh uh, no, I I think that it's smart to go for it usually, like in those situations. Although that one, I just the way the game was going, I kind of felt like I didn't mind the punt as much. Because the Cowboys' offense, I really had no confidence in them to get it, and their defense wasn't playing bad. Like they weren't really stopping the Texans that much. But I, I like, even though the Texans only had sixteen points, they went they were inside the five five times and got sixteen points. Uh, just crazy. But so they were moving the ball. But even so, like the. I thought the Cowboys could have gotten one stop. 
and still gotten the ball back and tried to win. Like, I didn't think they if they punted it for sure a tie. Like, what do you blame the? For. What do you blame the Cowboys' struggles on for the most part this year? Uh, the fact that their offense is terrible. They have no receivers, and their quarterback isn't good. Do you think the quarterback's yeah. struggling because of the receiver problem, or do you think it's a both problem where the quarterback sucks and they have no receivers? I think it's kind of a combination of both. I, I mean, I don't think Dak sucks. I mean, he's. I don't think he's that good. Like, I think he's. I, I'd put him at like. I've always said like he and Marcus Mariota are kind of like the same person to me. Who would you rather have? There's a good joke that Jerry Jones was just like a week ago compared the Cowboys offense to the Rams offense. Yeah. And then after this game, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we need a number one wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, Dak Prescott is like a combination of Cam Newton, Jared Goff. That's <laughs> 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 funny because like two years ago, we would have been like, whoa, you're comparing Jared Goff to Dak Prescott? He's not even close to that yeah. guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a it's a pretty good joke. But uh all right. I think that uh that wraps up most of what we wanted to talk about here. Um so why don't we get into your little segment here, Screw? Uh the chopping right. block. Alright, the chopping block with I kinda had a big one prepared today, but I'll I'll save the second half for the for another day. So good welcome tease. to the chopping Welcome to the chopping block. Let me actually keep score this time. Alright, so, let's start with Alex. Oh, uh, Alex, the returning champion of the chopping block returns. Because you guessed the Bengals game, correct? I'm going to try to have you recollect some other big scores from the past. What was the score of the last five Super Bowls? Oh, God. <laughs> last five. Come on, Alex. Alex. Let's go. Let's go you three. Let's this. go three. Three, alright. You got this. Um... All right, so the Super Bowl this past year was Eagles Patriots. Um, that was forty-one thirty-three, I think. Yes. All right, and then before that, um, I might know this one. It was uh, the Falcons, it was the Falcons Patriots game. You should be able to get this one. Yeah, twenty-eight thirty-four. Um, Reed, this is for Alex. <laughs> well, I want to show off my knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, I, I knew that. I knew that one. Twenty or thirty-four, twenty-eight, because they, they were up. They were up twenty-eight yeah. to three, and then yeah, the tied it, I knew that. and then yeah. one with the touchdown. Then we uh, have the Panthers Broncos. Oh god, this this was like, uh, this was like this was really low scoring. Yeah, it was like twenty. Can I make a guess? Can it's I like, make a guess? Too? Let, let, let's let Alex go, and then you can go. I won't. I won't okay, you got it right. After. Uh, it's like 23 to 7. Reed, what's your guess? I thought it was like 16 10. It's not that Neither of you got it right. Out, you guys were both kind of close. It was 24 to 10. 24 to 10. All right, let's go to the, the other two for the fun Z's. Uh, Patriots, right. Falcons. Do you remember that one? You mean Patriots, Patriots Seahawks? Patriots Seahawks, sorry. Uh, yes, I do remember that one. That was uh, 28-24. And then the year before that was Broncos-Seahawks. Oh, God, that one was awful. Uh, Broncos, and I remember Broncos at 8. I think it was 43-8. to eight. It was. See you, see, you said it sounded too hard, but I, th- I thought that was something you could get. You only got one of them. You got one of the five wrong. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. So. Once I thought about it, it wasn't, wasn't that hard. Yeah. Ayo Reeb, no one knows why they call you Reeb, but do you know why the legendary Redskins safety Sean Taylor was named Meast? Meast? That was his why are you asking me Redskins trivia? <laughs> That's kind of, I was just going through nicknames in the NFL, and I thought this one was a little bit interesting. Alex, do you know this one? Um, Wait, let's see if we can get it. Let's see if we can Meast. Get it. I actually don't know. I'm, I'll venture a guest. I'm assuming Beast and then... I, I don't know why it starts with an M. I guess it's a man beast. It was. He was uh, half man and half beast. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, let's go back to Alex. Alex, who holds the record for the Redskins single-season rushing record in the 20th century? 
Oh, twentieth century. I know. No. I know Alfred Morris has it. I was about to say, wasn't it Alfred Morris? Um, but uh, in the twentieth century, um, is it John Riggins? No, it was Stephen Davis, nineteen ninety nine. Stephen Davis. Who would have thought? Well, he got it. He got it there right at the end. Alex, close. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Reeb, with Drew Brees sitting such a historic career achievement this week, which one of his career achievements was not, which one of these was not achieved by Drew Brees? Walter Payton, Man of the War, Year of the, ah, Walter Payton, Man of the Year Award, 2006, 2009 NFL MVP, highest single season completion percentage, 2017, comeback, comeback player of the year, 2004. I feel like uh, the years I feel like this is just a trick question because I feel like he's probably done all of these. No, just one of them, one of them hasn't done. The years don't matter. So, okay, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, NFL MVP, highest single season completion percentage, comeback player of the year. I'm going to say... I'm going to go Man of the Year. Incorrect. It's, M- he it's MVP. Has, yeah, he's never won MVP before. Damn it. All right. So. I'm not great at this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was. Actually, I thought. I don't know. I don't know if I would have got that. I'm pretty sure I knew he had one MVP. So, I'm pretty sure Alex knows everything about football, so I'm going to give him random questions that no <laughs> one in the right mind should know. <laughs> Who was the Browns' starting quarterback in 1991? 91. Was it. it wasn't it still Bernie Kosar then? Oh, my. F- God. <laughs> Alex got it right. Who doesn't know no. Bernie Kosar? Everybody knows Bernie Kosar. Reeve, I've you know? heard his name, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Reeve, this is kind of a hard question, so I'm going to make it worth double the points, which is now going to be known as the double chop. Are you ready for the double chop, Reeve? Yeah, this really should be an Alex question, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's actually it's about the Bengals and Virginia Tech, so this be a good one. Reeb, we all know you care a lot about the Bengals, but you might even care more about the Hokies. Which Hokie has appeared in the most Super Bowls with four appearances? Oh, Bruce Smith. It is. <laughs> yeah, that was, that one was yeah that one was easy. Yeah, I wasn't. I thought I thought that might might be a little tricky because I didn't know if you that was a decent while ago. It was like twenty years. I mean, I just know Bruce Smith because he was on the Bills yeah. when they lost all, all time four. Staff leader. Yeah. 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 All right, the Chiefs have been looking red hot. That's for Alex. All right, the Chiefs have been looking red hot. But the Chiefs in the last two decades have had a few seasons starting red hot. This year, the Chiefs have gone 5-0 and with Patrick Mahomes. Last year, the Chiefs started 5-0 and with Alex Smith. The 2013 Chiefs went 9-0 and with Alex Smith. The 2003 Chiefs started 9-0 and with which quarterback? Trent Green. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my you know god. No. I did not. <laughs> I knew Alex would actually get that one. That was, I, don't know, I think that was meant for Pearson, actually, originally. Alright. So, I'm going to give Reeb a uh, not too hard one. Uh, who won Super Bowl 41? God. Can you give me the year? Uh. 2006 season. No, it's 2006 season, so the Super Bowl would happen in 2007. Uh Uh-oh. Steelers? No. Steelers won Super Bowl 40. The Colts won Super Bowl 41. Uh, I knew that. Damn it. No, Colts won Super Bowl... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So those are all the questions I had for this week. I had some others, but we'll save that for rivalry week, which we can do next week or something like that. All right. Nice. Uh, I think that was another successful round of the chopping block. And uh, Drew, did you actually keep score? Uh, I did not, pretty, but I'm pretty sure. Alex pretty sure. I don't, I was about to say, I don't think he needed to keep score. So I think we got, got the double chop, right? That's true. That was, that was it. Oh, yeah, that was it. So I'm pretty sure Alex won. Congratulations, Alex. You are the back to back chopped Chop winner. I feel so chopped. <laughs> you are. You are. Right. You're super chopped. <laughs> uh, 
never have I felt more honored. Um, <laughs> all right, so let us close it out with our favorite segment: overreactions. Find one whole podcast, and I can't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I will start us off because I have prepared mine because I am professional who always prepares as a reaction. Just don't listen to last week's podcast. Um, (laughs) So I was watching the the Seahawks Rams this week. uh, And I think you guys all know that the Seahawks have kind of their, that their offensive line has been a laughing stock for a long time, really since like Sean before when they were Matt Hasselbeck, Sean Alexander, and they had like the best offensive line ever with Walter Jones and Steve Hutchinson. But since Russell Wilson's been there, uh, they, had, they had an okay Russell offense line when he started with Okung and Unger. But for, for quite a few years now, it's been, it's been bad. But I watched, I, I watched their whole game against the Cardinals, and I watched their whole game against the Rams. And I came to the realization that this offensive line is good. There have been 23 100-yard rushers this year, just 23, because that's the kind of league this is right now. But the Seahawks have now had three straight weeks with a hundred yard rusher, and it's because their offensive line is blocking for them. This they're they're pushing back defensive lines. They're getting this. This team is now a running football team again. Back like when they had Marshawn Lynch. You want to know the real reason why they're getting hundred yard rushers? It's because Uh, week week three is when I decided to bench Chris Carson on my (laughs) fantasy. Well, congratulations, Reeb. You are the reason for the Seahawks' success. They're going to um, suck this week because I'm playing them. So, <laughs> Well, I still think they're, the strength of this team is now their offensive line, which is crazy to say, but that's my overreaction for the week. All right. I, I'll, uh, go, I'll go first. Right. I'll go second. I mean, uh, So today, the NFL fined Mike Tomlin $25,000 for public criticism of the game officials. Uh, I think that is ridiculous. I don't think you should find him $25,000. I think that's a lot of a lot of money to find someone just for talking about. Uh, Reeb would be I know, That's what I was saying. Reeb would be, <laughs> Reeb would be yes. the most <laughs> in-debt person yeah. of all time. I would have no money if I was an NFL yeah. player. Can you imagine coach. if they find all of your pay that you've made from pro football jokes, Reed? <laughs> I mean, we're taking away your salary. I guess they, I guess they already have, because it's still zero. <laughs> I think I've never understood that. I've never understood getting fined for criticizing refs. Like, how dare you keep our refs accountable for their jobs? Yeah, I think that's a little ridiculous. I don't think you should find. I mean, if he was just like calling for like removal of refs or something like that from like the committee or whatever i think that'd be a little much but saying like the refs messed up the game shouldn't be, shouldn't be yeah he just said some of these rules are getting out of hand like, find them how find dare you how <laughs> dare you yeah that's yeah, ridiculous that's my overreaction i don't know if that was necessarily an overreaction but we'll, we'll make it work i think it's close enough yeah all right, Reeve, have you uh, finally thought of one? <laughs> I've stalled for long enough. Um, my overreaction for this week is that I really just am not a fan of Dynasty Leagues. I don't I don't know. <laughs> um, especially 12-man leagues where you have 20-plus players and a four-player taxi squad. I Because I am pretty screwed with my running backs. Reeb, so, I offered to trade you running back. I I know, but I'm I'm screwed at receiver too. <laughs> the main point I'm trying to make in this is don't make the your first draft of the year a dynasty draft when it really matters, and also don't pick two quarterbacks in the first first five rounds. I I don't know what I was thinking. Should have listened to you, Alex. Um, but yeah, so my running backs since Brita may or may not play i have only three running backs that i can play i have zeke derrick henry and chris carson it's not that bad that's it my other two are matt Breida and deontay or deonta whatever you say his first name foreman is he out for the year like what is going on with him 
he started on the pup list, so I, th- I think he started on the pup list, right? And then, so he misses at least the first six games. Um, okay. And then they have the option to bring him back, but okay, it's not a, not for sure. So we'll see on that. Uh, but if you want to trade me uh, Keenan Allen, then I'll be happy to provide you with running backs. Mark Ingram, two touchdowns. Get it? Mark Ingram is tempting. I don't know if I'd rather have Deont- uh, Devonta Freeman or Mark Ingram. Sure, both good. Either one you want. He's yours. Give me Keenan Allen. I got some I got some good news for, for our fantasy league. I managed to get Juju Smith-Schuster. I did see that. I approved the trade. It's done. Wow. You traded Sterling Shepard, and I had to change my name to the Steelers suck. And every time the Steelers lose a game this year, I have to post on Snapchat a photo of me in a Steelers jersey doing jazz hands. <laughs> okay. This isn't our well, league. Is this our league? Oh, it is our league from yeah. home. Yeah, it's you trade with Bryce. Uh, I don't know that that's uh, <laughs> fair to awesome. put that in the terms of a trade, but you know, I guess whatever yeah. it works out. I mean, last year we had a trade <laughs> where I got AJ Green and Adam Thielen for like Carlos Hyde, <laughs> and all I had to do was beat Dark Souls three, <laughs> and I still didn't even make the playoffs. With them. <laughs> to be fair, I have never made the playoffs, and we've been doing this league for like six years. I made it once, and that's it. The first year. The first year you were like the had the best record. Yeah, I had the best record and everything. And then I was like, you know, Josh Freeman's a better quarterback than Drew Brees. I'm going to play him. <laughs> who did Josh Freeman and play that, for? Who who did he play for again? The, the, the Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks. And then very briefly, the Vikings. No, that was so far. I remember that. Well, yeah. he, he, went to, he went to the Vikings for that one Monday that's night right. game. That's right. It was the Vikings. How many points did yeah. he have that one game, Reeb, that you benched him for? Drew Brees got like probably 35 points that game and Josh Freeman got like two, five. Um, they were playing each other and like the Saints just destroyed the Bucks. Yeah, I think Reeb lost by like 15 and Drew Brees had scored Freeman by like 20. Yeah. Um, whenever whenever so. my coworkers bring up fantasy football moments, I love to bring up the moment where I had two players on a Monday night game against Reeb. And they scored six, six touchdowns. <laughs> so dumb. That was probably the most mad I've been at fantasy football. Like in the years that I've played, that is probably the most mad I have ever been. <laughs> Doug Baldwin, Garrett Blunt, yeah, Garrett Blunt, yeah, Blunt Doug Baldwin, <laughs> and I lost by like one point because of it. <laughs> scored all of the touchdowns on Monday night. I wasn't even watching the game. I just saw my phone blowing up. Reeb just like screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That was so dumb. Was also, Rabia having Justin Tucker and Justin Tucker getting like six field goals to oh, beat. Oh yeah, him. it scored like twenty three points that Monday night. You, you do not, you do not have good luck on Monday nights. Just like the Redskins. I'm like, I was about to say, I'm just like the Redskins. All right. On that note, let's uh, <laughs> let's close out the show uh, for the janitor of pro football jokes, Screw, and Reeb, the untaped intern. I'm your host, Ox, uh, and we'll see you next time.